Grand Rising Home Health Services Clinicians. I'm not going to talk much about this topic and go into like details, maybe a couple, but it's about the patient's chart. Now, clinicians, if you don't know how to navigate through the chart and your excuse is no one taught me, I'm going to tell you something that we learned in school, probably like in first grade, and that is ask. Ask for help because if something goes wrong during the case and your excuse is, I never did it, I don't know, no one taught me, um, it's your license. You're the patient's visitor. You're the nurse, the therapist for this patient, right? So it's very important to understand the patient's chart. And I'm going to say this to you as a clinician myself. It's very important to understand it. Everything in the chart, it's important to you because something can happen to this patient. Let's better say to this person who's in the worst health case of their life. And if something happens and something's missing in the chart, it's all you because you're the responsible one. Why are you responsible? Simple answer. Unlike everybody in your company that looks at that chart, you're also visiting the patient. And you are the one that knows if the information in the chart is up to date or not. Yes, someone in your company might be calling hospitals if the patient goes to a hospital, calling insurance companies to get more information, but that's not the patient. You're visiting them daily. You're calling them weekly. You know them. Now, there's important things in the chart you need to know as a clinician. And it starts with you, the admission clinician, believe it or not. Believe it or not. And I don't care if you're going to visit one time and give it to another clinician. I don't care if you're going to visit one time and another discipline continues. You start the case. Wouldn't you want the case to be good when you go into it in the middle of it? And not feel like you have to do the admission clinician's job, right? So do the job right when you're the admission clinician, right? Right, I don't want to be that RN that goes two weeks into the case because the first RN is sick and the first RN didn't do anything right. Now I have to do extra work because they failed, right? I don't want that. So I'm going to do it right too so no one else has to do extra work later on because it's easy to do this stuff. And I'll tell you why it's easy because it's either you do it or you ask someone to help you do it. That's it. And it's always the same steps. The only difference in home health is the patient. How to assess them, how to talk to them, how to document about them. That's the difference. Everything else is the same. And when you know that, you got the tools ready to visit your patient, and you got the tools and knowledge to visit, you got the tools and knowledge to document and to understand. And it all comes with understanding the chart. Admission clinicians, I don't care if you're the nurse or the therapist, do you know how to read the chart for your patient before you visit them on day one? Well, it's really day zero, right? So if I'm going to visit them Monday, I have Sunday to review the chart. Do you know what to look for? I do. Do you? And if you don't, you're already messed up. And I'm going to tell you three of the biggest misconceptions that admission clinicians don't do. They don't do these things. Number one, doctor or PCP, really, primary care provider. Who is this patient's care provider? Nurse practitioner, physician assistant, doctor, MD, DO, I don't know. But do you, you're going to visit the patient Monday. Do you know who you're going to call Monday night or Tuesday morning to tell them that you have their patient under your service, under your company's care? It's Dr. Feelgood. It's listed in the chart. But is it? Well, you have two ways to find out, really. Number one, you ask your intake team, the ones that created this chart, and ask them, is this the right doctor? And you have the responsibility to call them. Why? 
So they know that that doctor, that practitioner knows you have their patient. Duh. And here's the easiest thing. You call them. Maybe they don't pick up. You leave a message. Great. Leave the message of your name, your company, the company's phone number, the company's fax. You could even say your supervisor's name. And you're done because you informed them. And it's important to follow up because why? I'm going to remind you right now. You're the case manager. Doctor, number one, don't make excuses saying someone else will figure it out. They might, but you should be following up with your patient every week. Is it the same doctor? Sometimes they change. Number one. Number two is admission clinician. Your patient's coming somewhere, from somewhere. They're coming from a hospital, a nursing home, maybe from the doctor themselves. Their, their provider wants home health for their patient. And that provider, that hospital, that nursing home, that clinic is going to send you to your company documents. Documents that your intake and mission coordinator uploads to the chart. Do you read those documents? I call them the referral documents. Because their patients being referred to your company, this referral place is sending documents. The referral place is obviously the doctor's office, hospital, a clinic, nursing home. Do you read these referral documents? There are thousands, hundred pages. Do you know what to look for in these hundred pages? If you don't, guess what? You just messed up. Because now, in a week or two, maybe less, let's say in a couple, three, four days after you turn in your admission visit note, which is a big, heavy one with a lot of pages and a lot of questions, your team reviewers, someone in your company is going to review this and they're going to notice missing things in the referral that they need to complete their assessment of your notes, such as medication information, which I'll get into. Sometimes we need to know the reason for home health, but it's not listed. Maybe we need to know their last visit with a doctor, but it's not there, or their last visit with a practitioner, and it's not there because you didn't check the chart correctly. So now the chart reviewers, the Oasis reviewers, will say this. We can't review this chart because we need this extra information. Now, you might think as a, uh, the admission clinician, it's not my responsibility to get it. Right, but it's your responsibility to ask intake to get it. Did you see what I did there? I delegated it's not my responsibility. My company's strong. I'm going to ask that admission clinician. I'm going to ask my supervisor. Can somebody get more documents so I could do my work right? Right, so we need to know the doctor, the practitioner, my apologies, the PCP, primary care provider. Number two, we need to know and see that there are referral documents attached. And number three, I mentioned this earlier, medications. You might be thinking, all right, I checked the referral. There's medications in there, the referral documents. There's like 20 meds. Great. Someone in your company is going to put them into the system. It could be your supervisor. It could be the medication input technician. Whatever your company has, they put these 20, and you accepted it. Problem. These 20 were like from two weeks ago. On the paperwork, the referral, it says outpatient medication. The patient left the hospital like a couple weeks ago or a week ago. I'm going to ask you a question again. What was the first thing we, ch we check? The PCP, primary care provider. Does the primary care provider agree with this? How will they know? Well, they're going to get the care plan, and the care plan is going to consist of the medications and the medication profile and the patient's chart. Problem, patient has only 10 meds. Did you ask the patient to review their meds with them? You didn't, because you believed that what's in the paperwork is up to date.
Never believe it. Remember this? Here's the answer. Never believe it. Why? It's your license. Because if there's 20 meds listed and patient only has 10 at home, there might be a problem somewhere. Patient might have an adverse effect to a medication that's not listed or it has the wrong dosage or it doesn't make sense. And they're going to blame the nurse, the therapist, for not checking. Very, very important to here's, here's how you check. Nurse, therapist, I don't care if you're one year into home health, first week, 10 years. Here's the answer. All of you have a smartphone, a camera, something, a tablet. Take a picture of the medication bottles and including the label. Make a video. Right? Do a selfie. I don't care. Why is that important? I'll tell you why. It's your license. Again, right? Patient has 20 meds, but they have 10 at home. But those 20 meds don't have Tylenol. But at home, they do take Tylenol. And they overdose on it. But it's not in their patient list, but they have it at home. But we send the care plan to the doctor already. But there's no Tylenol on that list. That's bad. That means you didn't check. So that was my update. Very simple. On clinicians, admission clinicians, checking the patient's chart to know who the doctor is, to know that there's referral documents and the medication profile. These are very important to do. And another final thing is admission documents, the consent form and other forms that you gather from the patient. If you send them to a patient thread in an email to your supervisor, make sure they get uploaded to the chart. Don't say, I send them, I'm done. Again, again, you're the case manager. Something goes bad, it's going to go back to you because you had them originally. You saw the patient initially. You did the first visit first. Pressure's a little bit on you. So put the pressure back on others when they're helping you with something that you cannot do alone. But remember, always communicate. And that's very important as well. So that was this episode on understanding the patient's chart.